The Sensemaker. Hi, I'm Nimmo and this is Sensemaker from TortoiseMedia.com. One story every day to make sense of the world. Today, Britain's hope for post-pandemic freedom and what still stands in our way. Uh, we can really look at that uh, June 21st date with some uh, optimism. I think that that's what, how I put it. That I've got, I'm very optimistic that we'll be able to get that. That's Boris Johnson. And listening to that, you might feel a bit of deja vu. Because we've been here before. Last March, when all this really kicked off, the Prime Minister said we could turn the tide on the COVID-19 pandemic in just 12 weeks. By July, he was suggesting we could be back to normal by Christmas. But now, we have a new deadline. Thanks to some incredibly effective vaccines and warmer days that are fast approaching, is it finally time to believe that we could really be free of lockdown by the 21st of June? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Let me give you a small glimpse of the future, just for a minute. On the 22nd of June, England is going to play the Czech Republic in the European Football Championships at Wembley Stadium. And if all goes to plan on that day, just over 100 days away, life will pretty much be back to normal. You'll be able to watch the game in the pub or on a big screen outside or in the stadium or at your friend's house. And if you're not really that bothered about football, like me, you'll be able to go for a haircut instead or go to a museum or even get out of the country altogether. It's hard, sitting here in lockdown, even to imagine these possibilities. But on the 22nd of February, that's the promise that the Prime Minister dangled right in front of us. And finally, provided we continue to pass the four tests, then from the 21st of June, we will go to step four and say goodbye to most remaining restrictions. Resuming large-scale events like business conferences and football matches, lifting the limits on weddings and reopening nightclubs. So the 21st of June, the big day. No one can stop talking about it. A Twitter account counting down the days quickly got 50,000 followers. A nightclub in Leeds has promised to throw open its doors at one minute past midnight so everyone can go and party. The question is, are we going to make it? I'm absolutely delighted that over 20 million people have now been vaccinated across the UK. It's absolutely fantastic. That's Matt Hancock, the health secretary. And if there's one thing that he's got to be really smug about, it's the vaccine rollout. Because the news they've been delivering has just got better and better. Today's data shows Pfizer's vaccine reduced hospitalisation and death by 75% after the first dose. Encouragingly, it showed similar effectiveness among those over the age of 80. What's more, a second dose of the vaccine was found to reduce the risk of symptomatic illness by 85%. According to the Daily Telegraph, fewer than 10 COVID-19 patients over the age of 80 are now being sent to intensive care every day, and just 79 people from the top four groups prioritised for the vaccine. It's making scientists like Jonathan Van Tam 
pretty excited. If we are patient and we give this vaccine programme time to have its full effect, it is going to hopefully take us into a very different world in the next few months. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. By mid April, the UK is on course to have offered the jab to an even wider pool of at risk people. And by the end of July, the government plans to have offered the vaccine to every adult in the UK. It's a lot to get excited about, but we still need to try to stay calm. The government is opening in stages and it's leaving five weeks between each one so it can check it hasn't given the virus too much room to make a comeback. The 21st of June is the final date in the sequence. That means we need to get through everything else unscathed. We need to reopen schools, we need to allow people to hang out outside and then inside, we need to let people stay overnight with their family, we need to reopen hotels and pubs and restaurants, and we even need to test out mass gatherings again, in stadiums, theatres and at gigs. If we can get through all of that without failing the four tests, then we're genuinely really close to freedom. But those four tests are important because they're really good at showing us where we might slip up. The third test is that more people getting infected doesn't lead to lots of people ending up in hospital. And we're not out of the woods here. We're only on course to have offered the jab to all the at-risk groups by the middle of April. That's a month after schools are set to go back and a few days after we're due to be drinking in beer gardens and going shopping. There will be lots of at-risk people who still haven't got the vaccine at this stage and also plenty who've got it but aren't yet being protected by it. What that fosters is a slightly scary period in a few weeks' time, when lots of people are starting to get back to normal, but when cases might still be high, and there might still be a lot of people who could really get ill from COVID. And then, of course, there's the fourth test. Could a variant mess up our plans? Right now, we're trying to hunt down the Brazil P1 variant, which could dodge our vaccines. We've identified the batch of home test kits in question, Our search has narrowed from the whole country down to 379 households in the southeast of England and we're contacting each one. It's vital because if a nasty variant starts spreading in the UK, it might mean that we need to tweak our vaccines. And in the meantime, all those at-risk groups who had been protected might be more vulnerable again. At the moment, the signs look good that we're finding and clamping down on variant spreading. But still, it's a risk. And what about holidays? Well we might need to be a bit patient. The earliest date given, the 17th of May, is subject to review. It's true that everyone, it seems, is raring to go. The EU wants vaccine passports for the summer and places like Spain and Greece really want us going on holidays in each other's countries. But just remember that one scary variant, or even the threat of one, might lead to some departure gates slamming shut all of a sudden. Compared to where we were this time last year though, that's more fry. We're in a much better place than we were even just a couple of months ago, thanks to the vaccines. So it seems that we can dare to dream that better days are on the horizon, perhaps not necessarily on the stroke of the 21st of June, but definitely soon enough. If you enjoyed listening today, why don't you give us a follow on Spotify so you don't miss any future episodes? Just type Sensemaker into your Spotify search bar. 
And before you go, let me tell you about Tortoise, the newsroom behind the Sensemaker. We do slow news, not breaking news, and we also make a weekly podcast, The Slow Newscast, where we tell one story in depth. I'm biased, but I think you'd really like it. You can find it on Spotify too. Just search for Slow Newscast. We'd love for you to download it and give it a listen. Today's story was written and produced by Xavier Greenwood. The Sensemaker.